This session, we want to look at what it means to communicate effectively in marriage. For any sort of communication, there are three parts. First, the message. Secondly, the person sending the message, that is, the speaker. Thirdly, the person receiving the message, that is, the listener. It may be helpful to think about it in terms of radio communication. For that, you need first the programme, so that's the words or the music. Secondly, you need the transmitter, that could be the BBC, for example. Thirdly, the receiver, that is, your radio. And both the receiver and the transmitter must be working properly without interference for effective communication. And so it is in marriage. We must be good at transmitting and receiving. In other words, talking and listening. We'll go on to listening in a moment. But first, my favourite subject, talking. <laughs> Have you ever stopped to think about what you actually talk about? If you're anything like Nikki and me, many of our conversations each day are about the mundane practical details of life, such as who needs the car and what time we'll need to leave to get somewhere. That's why our marriage time is so important. Quality time that we've scheduled in when we can talk at a deeper level. And I know for myself, that I only really feel connected to Nikki when we've had time to share our feelings with each other. Some of you may be like me and find talking about feelings doesn't come naturally. This could be for various reasons. For some, their culture doesn't encourage them to talk about their own individual needs and longings. It may be that we've been taught to hide our feelings or we simply find it hard to express them. I, for one, definitely um, have traditionally been bad at vocalising my feelings. Um, I usually just keep them bottled up, go quiet, sulky, sullen. Uh, Briley comes along, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, prod, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, and that just gets me even more annoyed. So what I've learned is to actually talk about uh, my feelings, uh, not just random, I, I think out loud all the time, but uh, I don't think out loud with my feelings. So learning to vocalise the way I'm feeling and telling Briley where I'm at, um, it's uh, made her calm down because she now knows where I am mm. and I just feel so much more at peace um, because I can share my feelings with somebody else and they're able to support me and I'm not, I'm not on my own. Your manual lists some other reasons why people find it difficult to say what they're feeling. Some think, I don't want to disturb the peace by saying what I really feel or they may think, oh, it's just too complicated or I may be misunderstood. The marriage course is designed as a safe place to overcome these barriers and to practice expressing our feelings to our husband or wife. Some people don't just find it difficult to express their emotions, they also find it hard to recognise what it is that they are feeling. But if that's you, change is possible. We've put an optional exercise in the homework for those who find it hard to identify their emotions. It'll take courage to begin to articulate those feelings for those who aren't used to doing so. But we know many people who've changed dramatically and marriages that have become much closer as they've persisted. If you're married to someone who struggles to verbalise their feelings, they're likely to feel exposed and vulnerable when they first start to do so. Be sure that you don't get angry and reject or blame them for what they reveal. You can help them by asking questions that encourage them to say what it is that's going on inside. I am really bad at talking about feelings or really knowing why I'm upset. Um, so I might 
get upset but not really understand why I'm upset. And David's very good at sort of asking me questions and listening to me. Yeah, I'll have to sort of draw Sarah out and ask her, yeah, but what you re what's really going on for you now? What are you really feeling at the moment? Why why are you upset about this? What explain to me, you know, and it and even if Sarah's not sure, she can at least try to put things together uh, and see if she can work out, you know, what's really going on uh, in a certain situation. And sometimes it can be helpful when I'm not I can't work out what my emotions are about something. And David can say, well, if that happened to me, I'd be really angry. Are you not feeling at all angry about that? And I'd go, ooh, maybe I'm a little cross. And, uh, and then that helps me to sort of start to get in touch with some of those feelings around an issue. Why don't you take a few minutes to look together at the diagram in your manual called Barriers to Talking and tell each other if any of those barriers apply to you. Our discussion question for you today is actually a worksheet. You'll find that attached to this content in the extras section if you're using our website or in the study guide if you're using our app. We'll see you tomorrow.